you think that it's a they've got some cleaner or I don't less wear and tear <laughs> on the pipes or something. I don't know exactly what it is. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Conversation with Wheat State Creates. Wheat State Creates Conversation. I'm here with my good friend, Jarrett Bird. Jarrett, welcome back to the show. How you doing? Doing pretty good, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well. I think our last episode where we ranked some fast food, our last couple episodes where we did some uh, fast food talk, I want to stick with that conversation going, and I want to talk about some soft drinks. Some soft drinks, huh? Have you heard the debate about the idea that some soft drinks taste different at other places? Yes, and I think I can get behind it a little bit. I don't feel strongly about it, but I I I uh I do agree with it. We'll but we'll get into that. Okay. So just to explain what we're talking about today, there's a lot of people that have uh, this idea that some places have soft drinks that taste different than others. So, for example, McDonald's Sprite tastes different than uh, Wendy's Sprite. And I think that that is 100% a fact. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so when people say like, you know, one of my one of my biggest things I like to do is I go, uh, go to baseball games, and I always think that a ballpark Pepsi or a ballpark Coke tastes a lot better than something from a fountain at like a Quick Trip or mm-hmm. anything like that. Do you have any experiences that you can back that up, like for your own personal? Yeah. So, uh, just going off your example of ballpark drinks. Um, I haven't been to very many ballparks. I've been to a lot of ballparks, but not enough to really notice the difference. Right. You know, I'm just there. I'm like, oh, man, I'm thirsty. I'm going to go get a drink. I'm not really thinking how it's tasting. Um, I think it's about the experience of how it tastes. So, like, you're in a you're experiencing something pretty good because I imagine you're watching one of your favorite teams. So, you're like, wow, this is a. This is more of an enjoyable drink now as a, if I was like at lunch. Just eating it like at yeah. work or something like that. Exactly. So Yeah, and I think that's one of the main things that people, the debate is over that. I'm glad you said that because I think the whole idea is like, I'm on the fence where, yes, I think that the atmosphere does make a difference, but I don't think that's the reason. I literally think that like their soda, like their, their pop machines or their pop dispensers or whatever they're getting, you know, the fountain. So you think... You you think that it's not the experience. I don't. And you think that it's something logistically with like Coke or Pepsi behind the scenes at the at the at the stand or whatever. Yeah, some cleaner or I don't less I, wear and tear <laughs> on the pipes or something. I don't know exactly what it is, but I can just assure you that if someone was to say was to line things up. And this is something I've talked to Megan about and Alex, and I think we're going to try this experiment, okay. is that if you were to give me, let's say you gave me a Coke out of a bottle from Quick Trip, you gave me a, a fountain drink from Quick Trip, all these various different places, you gave me six different options. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you 
I guarantee you that I could pick out the ballpark Coke or the ballpark Pepsi. Okay. But the only reason I say that is because like I, I honestly truly agree. Like I and I don't know, I'm sure people maybe have done research. I haven't looked too much into it. And okay, so when you say ballpark, you're thinking of like baseball, like at like St. Louis, or do you mean like if we were to go to Interest Bank Arena right now, get a drink from there, a drink from I don't know, the McDonald's across the street, a Burger King or whatever, wherever. I so when I when I coin the phrase ballpark, I mean like entertainment venues. So yeah, we could okay. go to Interest Bank right now, and we get a pop from there, and it'll taste different than the McDonald's that's across the street. Okay, and I different, do different or better, better, better. Okay, better in my opinion. Okay. I I don't know. I think that I think it's different too because it's not all pop. In my opinion, I think it's just the main Coke and Pepsi. Okay. Like, I I just think that those two are so iconic that like whenever you're drinking it, you know, okay, this is either really good or it's not up to par. Like Mm -hmm. when you go to Wendy's, for example, or no, what were you talking about? What were the two that you said that make a huge difference? So I think, um, so I, I mainly drink Dr. Pepper. So whenever I go out to get something to eat, I'll get Dr. Pepper with my drink. So I think um, Brahms is Dr. Pepper. And maybe not even, I don't even think it's Dr. Pepper because I've gotten like root beer from there as well. And I think root beer or Brahms is root beer and the drinks in general, I guess, don't taste nearly as good as anywhere else. And the same thing with Wendy's. So do you think that's just a bra Like, so you're saying... Brahms and Wendy's are most definitely like it's consistent across each location you go to. Yeah. And it's always not great. <laughs> I don't, I don't like it. I mean, it tastes different, but it's not, not my favorite for sure. I got you. Like McDonald's is always top tier. They never drop the ball. I will say there's a few times where you go to McDonald's, at least in my experience, where you'll go and You'll get the meal and like everything's tasting good. And then you, and then you take the sip of the Dr. Pepper, the Pepsi, or I mean Mm -hmm. the Coke and maybe their carbonation's wrong. That's the only thing. It's not even the taste. It's just the common, it's the carbonation. Yeah. And I think that's a put, uh, that's a thing that you could run into like pretty much anywhere. Cause you know, every, anywhere you get pop is going to (laughs) be, well, it's going to be a bad on. Like they're not going to have enough car- carbonation or whatever it is. Right. And I, and going back to like the ballpark, the, the phrase I use is ballpark. I, I don't even think it has to do with like, it probably does have to do with the carbonation, but like you mentioned, I want to get back on this train of like the idea that you said it was atmos the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Can you explain, like, do you do you believe that it is the atmosphere? I want to hear your stance on this. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what exactly what it is. Whenever you, whenever you say ballpark versus a restaurant or whatever, yeah, um, I think that's all it is. Because you're just there enjoying watching the game or the event or whatever it is, and you're not really thinking about the drink. You're just like, man, this is great. This drink is great. Everything's everything. Great right life's now. good. Yeah, life's good. Nothing could go wrong right now. Right, unless your team's losing or whatever it is. But that's besides the point. Um, I'm just. Know, I just think. It, I think. It, I think it 
I mean, the, they can always, ballparks can always get it wrong too, but right. I think that they're not going to have the carbonation issue because they're a well oiled. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're only open every so often out of the week. So I think they have a better chance at getting it right. Yeah. So, like, for instance, so piggybacking off of that, let's just take a football. Like in a, in a, I've never been to an NFL game, but like, let's just take football for an example, mm-hmm. NFL or college. Let's do NFL because usually those stadiums are just built for the NFL. So like for NFL teams. So when you say they're well, well, I said, well, well oiled machine, mm-hmm. but then you said, do you think that, what'd you say? You were like, um, just the idea that. They have time to prepare as well. Yeah, I mean, I just think that they'll all, like they're only open. I mean, if it if we are taking NFL, they're only open one day a week. Exactly. Technically, they're only open one day a week, and they have that whole week, and they have everything that they're gonna need right there. For and they know like how many people are gonna be coming. Whatever, whatever it is, like they're just gonna know. Like they're just prepared, and yeah. and I think the other thing is, is I'd be curious. I might do a little bit of research to like. I'm not even kidding. I would, I might Google some <laughs> of the uh like preparations they take because I wonder if maybe one of the things if we're going up based off of my theory as to if it actually does taste better, quote mm-hmm. unquote, it could be just the fact that they change them out every game or every yeah. other game, especially for NFL because. What do they play? Do they play 16 games? Uh, I like around seven. Yeah, 16, 17. And then divide that by two so you're home and away. So yeah. six to seven games at home. Yeah. And they probably have the trucks come in loaded up the same day exactly. or the day before when, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's it's. Uh, I think it's honestly, after talking about it a little bit more, I think it's a little bit of both. It could be because or it's both experience and, you know, I think it probably actually does taste better. And I, well, I yeah, mean, I whenever you have a good. restaurant like any fast food chain, I think it's really interesting because, I mean, they're running every. I'm I'm really glad you brought up that point because they're running every single day, mm-hmm. and they may have workers that they're college students. Like what we talked about on the podcast where we ranked the fast food. Mm-hmm. You were talking about McDonald's and how they have uh, high school workers working there, and they really don't care. Right. I'm not saying that every NFL or every entertainment venue has people that uh, care more than those people, but right. they just have a more, I would say, well-oiled machine, mm-hmm. and they have more time to like, yeah, have those drinks be uh, better for. And 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 when you think about it, it's um, that's really all they're doing. You go to an event and you're there. You're gonna you're most likely gonna get a drink, or you're gonna get like a, some chips or something. But mostly right. you're just gonna get like, or they have mostly just drinks. So like that's all they do. Rather when you go to a restaurant, they have everything, and a drink is just like the second option. They're not really worried about that. Yeah, that's a good point too, because they're they're honestly more focused on the food per se than mm-hmm. they are the drinks. Mm-hmm. And I think alcoholic beverages are a whole another topic because, I mean, no, I think <laughs> if so I don't, I don't drink a whole lot. Yeah. So just real quick, when we go off this tangent, I just think that I, I don't drink alcohol a lot. You know that 
I think that's all experience, all atmosphere for me. Like I could just, I can't really sit at home and drink a beer by myself because it's. I think that's what it is for a lot of people, to be honest, alcohol wise. Yeah. But you go to an event, like going to watch a hockey game and drinking a beer. (laughs) You can't beat it. Yeah, no. Well, okay. If we're, I'm going to hop on this train too, because I think that, I think that going in and watching or, you know, being entertained while drinking alcohol is definitely atmosphere based. I think that there's not even a question and I'd be interested for you guys listening to hear your thoughts. Uh, I think it'd just be interesting to hear what everyone else thinks on this because mm-hmm. alcohol and pop two very, very different things. Right. But when you're going to a, when you're going to an event and you kind of already know what you want to get, like yeah. if you're going to be drinking alcohol or if you're going to be drinking pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the atmosphere, at least alcohol-wise, in my opinion, I think that definitely uh, changes how it tastes. Yep, I I agree. And then, so I think that's kind of how it transfer translates a little bit over into how pop does with alcohol, where alcohol is pretty much just atmospheric. Like you can drink beer with your friends, whatever, at an event, whatever. Right. But it's weird to drink it at home by yourself unless. Unless you just want to, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Unless you just want to, whatever, yeah. whatever the case may be. But and then so like uh, when you're in a, at an event and you drink some pop, it's gonna taste different, maybe more enjoyable, just based off of that in correlation yeah. with the yeah. alcohol, yeah, like and, beer or whatever you're drinking. Yeah, and then same thing with pop. Pop, like I, I just sat at home and drink pop as well. And it isn't, it's, I, I would have to say that it doesn't taste as good as if I was at an event, whether it be out of a can that I got from the store or from a restaurant that I brought home. I just don't think it tastes as good. Bottom line, what we've discovered at least so far is that there is a definite distinct event. It's better, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's with food too? Or do you think that's. It's just based off of, I think food is, okay, I think food is a whole nother ball game. Yeah. That's some, that's another uh, topic to discuss later. Yeah. But what we've discovered, at least so far, is that no doubt, in a, being at an event, beverages, drinks, alcoholic beverages, pop, whatever it is, you're drinking tastes better. Yep. And then I wonder how many people actually maybe even haven't thought of this or they're just now realizing, well, well, that is interesting because like, I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like you said, I think we've come to the conclusion that it's, it definitely, it definitely tastes better, which would also mean that it tastes different. Right. So I think, I think that yes, it tastes better, but whether it's atmospheric or if it's because of the way that, they operate exactly i do want to go back because obviously i'm a big baseball guy research pending by the way yeah research will to be honest i'm going to look some stuff up and then we're gonna we're gonna regroup on this because Mm -hmm. this is actually this is more interesting i bet than you thought it was gonna be (laughs) yeah yeah i'm getting into a little bit more than i thought yeah well i think it's just interesting (laughs) because 
here on Conversation, C-O-N, Caps, Versation, Con, Connor. Okay, sorry. Had to, had to say yeah. that. <laughs> that was a little punny. Anyway, but here on Conversation, I think that that is just one of the things that I want to bring to this podcast is like, I have this topic that I want to go over and, you know, my, my host, Jarrett, when we first started this was like, well, yeah, we could talk about that. And he's just kind of going with the flow. And I think that's the interesting part about just striking up conversation about whatever it is, because you never know where the conversation is going to go and how much you actually have or haven't thought about it. So let me know if you guys have thought about this or haven't thought about this. And now that you have, which side are you on? I think it's really interesting, but going back to uh, more of the MLB side of things, they play 162. So that's 82 games at home, 82 away. So the home games, they have 82. Do you think if we're basing our, our untapped research, right. do you think that it applies in an MLB? Our hypothesis. Our, our hypothesis. hypothesis? <laughs> our hypothesis. Our hypothesis. Well, so how many are home per week? Would you say like half? Uh, it really depends. So like whenever they're on the road, they could be gone for a week, but they could also be home for a week. I'd say, I'd say, let's say six games a week. At home, every other week. I would say that it kind of sticks the same because I have that whole off week to prepare. Right. Stock up and do whatever they need to do. And then the whole on week is when the action happens. I mean, they're just grinding. Yeah. They're grinding, doing what they got to do. But then they have that next off week or whatever, however it works. You know, it's not, I don't think it's very consistent. Right. But I think they just have, I think it just is the same where it's, it's uh, they have the time to prepare. It's not a, I mean, it's pretty close to a year round thing, but it's not completely where they have some time off, off where they don't have like they don't have six consecutive, right? You know, I mean, I guess they might. It, the MLB schedule is so weird because you could be at home for like, like a week and a half, mm-hmm. and who knows if any of this is even true. But it's kind of fun to just talk about. Like, I think it's just interesting as far as like the fountain drinks go Mm -hmm. when we, by the way, when we're talking guys, when we're talking about drinks, we're talking about the fountain drinks, not the bottled drinks, Mm -hmm. the bottled drinks all in my opinion, taste the same. Yeah. I mean, they come from the same place Exactly in that regard. Yeah. But I had just thought about something. So the MLB are like, yeah, baseball games, you know, those are probably the full-time people like they would be at a restaurant. So that's all they're worried about is, fountain drinks and then like nachos and hot dogs or whatever it is. So they're big drink workers. Whereas um, we go down to interest bank arena, they have a one game a week or whatever it is. Those are probably part timers or maybe it's someone different every week. So, and that person down there at interest bank arena is trying to show out for their boss or whatever it is. Whatever it is. They're, they're pounding the grindstone or whatever. <laughs> <Pounding the grindstone. laughs> whatever it is and working harder and trying to make the make sure everything's straight and whatnot. Where I bought like I said, a ballpark, that's their probably their full time job at yeah. this point, working the concession stands and and stuff like that. Well, that's a good point because it could vary depending there's so many factors in yeah. this. There's 
depending on where you're at. And we're probably way overthinking it, but yeah, we I mean, are. But like that's the whole the, that's, yeah. that's the whole idea about this in there. podcast. I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just I I don't know. What do you think? Well, you made a good point because, like I was saying, it's like it depends on where you are in the in the country, because Interest Bank, I mean, they got the thunder. <laughs> yeah, that's. They've got the thunder. They've got some arena football. Fleet. What I mean, they have a bunch of things, Concepts. but like it's never consistent. It's not like consistent. They've probably been closed now for weeks, right? Months. I mean, obviously with COVID, but normally they probably wouldn't be open. I mean, they're probably open what two weeks out of the month, exactly. And and I'm sure just with like the thunder games and like event planning. They they know the schedule in advance, but mm-hmm. like even at that, mm-hmm. you made a good point about it's probably their part time job. Yeah, and it and I mean Major League Baseball games, NFL, that could be their part time job too. But you made a good point in the idea of like if it's just higher, it's just higher. Yeah, like level of entertainment. Yeah. They have the money to provide, and they right. have the money to, if, if they want, I'm sure, for like the new fountains every single time at mm-hmm. an NFL or whatever it is. I don't know. There's just a lot of factors that you think about. Yeah, as to why these drinks taste different at a venue or at a at a ball game, yeah. football. I don't know. The entertainment business is wild. Yeah, it is, and. Provide the drink providing logistics is weird to think about. I mean, I don't know. I probably I brought some things because I work in logistics, worked in logistics prior. So, yeah, maybe some things that you haven't thought about before. Exactly. So. Well, there's a lot. Well, and just to piggyback on that, like, there's a lot they do, like, mm-hmm. without even, there's a lot that they do that fans just don't. Yeah, I mean, you go to a game and you're like, oh, man, I want a drink. I want to go pay five bucks for a drink. <laughs> Get They're going to go put their drink up to the fountain, walk off. But you don't see everything behind the scenes that's going on. That's the other thing. You just said five bucks. It's probably more depending yeah. on where you are. But yeah. do you think that the money, the fact that you're paying, let's say, 12 bucks for a beer. Yeah. Do you think that you're savoring it a little bit more because of that? Take away, Take away the the um the venue take away the atmosphere like mm-hmm. you're paying that much you're paying a premium for the drink pretty much yeah and instead of 12 bucks for a 12 pack or whatever 13 14 for a 12 pack you're paying one or 12 dollars for one is do you think that yeah. takes into consideration yeah i mean yeah i mean i think they kind of have to do that because i mean like price to quality i think it'll it I think it matches drink side. I mean, food wise, that's a whole other thing. Oh gosh! But <laughs> drink wise, I think it does. I mean, like you said, you get better, better drinks regardless, whatever the situation is. But you pay more, you get better drinks, whether it be beer, pop, whatever it is. So yeah, I mean, I do think that it it does. It has to do with the yeah. pricing. Yeah. And who knows? You know, thinking about this, taking a step back, thinking about this, taking a step back. I think it might just be a whole mind game. Like that's just the whole thing about event, like the entertainment business. Yeah. That's a, 
that's a wide range and topic that we I think we should actually talk about at some point. That's besides besides the point here. And so, and I think it maybe it's psychological. Like there's there's a lot that goes into yes, maybe Alex would know more about that. I think it'd be here. it'd be fun to have him and talk about it too. Because this is something I've I've thought about like logistically, thinking I want to try out the taste test and see if I would actually like notice or not in in a controlled environment. So like mm-hmm. at a hotel where, mm-hmm. yeah, you're kind of in an atmosphere type base. Like mm-hmm. like when I'm going, let's just say I'm going to St. Louis, we we go and, but you're in the same atmosphere. All the drinks are from different places, but you're in one atmosphere trying different things. Exactly. So that, that at least that is a controlled process. So like say I'm in the hotel room, I've got a drink from Bush. I've got a drink from the quick trip down the street. I got a drink from uh, a vendor on the, on the side. They're all Cokes. Let's just say they're Cokes. Mm-hmm. Like pour them in the same exact uh, like cup. Mm-hmm. And then see if I would be able to taste them. I think it would be a very, very interesting. You wouldn't know what you just said? What? In the cup. Different cups, I think, make drinks taste differently. Wow. <laughs> you're just, <laughs> you're bringing up all the. Like styrofoam. I think clear. So when I go to Quick Trip, I get it in a clear plastic cup. I think it tastes better than in. Don't say styrofoam. The styrofoam. No. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're telling me. I don't like the styrofoam cups. <laughs> Plus, I get my stuff without uh, ice. Ice. So that's a that is a spicy freaking topic too. What? Okay. Can I explain why you don't get ice? Okay. I know the reason. <laughs> you gotta tell so, people. So everybody gives me crap because I everywhere I go I get drinks without ice. I mean. It's already coming cold <laughs> and you're not going to take two hours to drink it for it to get warm. So you just, n- number one, it already comes cold. Number two, you get more in the drink because half the drink is ice. So that af- at that point, you just get more. If you fill the rest of it up with pop or whatever it is. So. I guess the thing that weirds me out so much about that mm-hmm. is like just and it's so stupid, but just the idea that you don't have ice to like there's no heft in your cup. It's all liquid. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. But like I can't in and it I don't know. I, I like ice. I like to eat it afterwards. But mm-hmm. like I drink it fast enough. So that the ice isn't most of the time that it isn't melted. Mm-hmm. So, so I know that's for? the biggest reason is that you don't like watered down Dr. Pepper, watered down whatever you're drinking. Right. right. Yep. Exactly. So I like ice like Sonic's ice is so fire. Yeah. But I get my drinks without ice. So when did you start eat. getting them without ice? Oh, man. Like in the uh, like sometime in high school. Really? Yeah. Because I remember for the longest time that I ne- pretty much like when I started ordering for myself. Yeah. Like I'd always ask my mom, I like, or my dad, I'd be like, get that without ice. And then they wouldn't say it. And I'm like, I remember listening to this, uh, this little story. <laughs> okay. We were going to um, Sonic one time, Jared and I. 
I think I was driving. I, I definitely. I, I don't think I know this conversation. So well, I guess we'll see where it I, goes. it's it's <laughs> it's uh it's quite interesting. I was driving, and we pull up to the window, and we're about to order. We got everything. I said my order first, and you were like, you told me what you wanted. So you, I don't know what you got. You like a cheeseburger or something. And then you were like, could I get a Dr. Pepper or Dr. Pepper? No ice though. And I was, I, I turn around to him and I'm like, or I t- turn and look to him like, no ice. What? <laughs> and then, and then I just remember that that was like five years ago or something yeah, that like that. A long time ago. I, it was just so weird to me. I've, I've honestly never known anyone that, they say it's a big European thing. Really? Yeah. I mean, I just do it for my reasons, but right. I guess in Europe, like they just don't get ice in their stuff. I guess it costs more. Like in some places in Europe, you have to pay for a glass of water. Really? Like if you go to a restaurant, it's not just like it's not you either just get pop or you get water. Yeah. It's like, well, you have to pay for the water. So that's really interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess maybe I'm just a European, European at heart. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but there there was a lot of uh, stuff covered on this episode of conversation. This was presented by Wheat State Creates. We really appreciate you guys uh, tuning in and uh, listening to what we have to say about the entertainment business and uh, fast food and pop and fountain drinks, Jarrett. What do you conclude about this episode here? What's your conclusion? Um, I can, uh, I've come to the conclusion that uh, pop is good. <laughs> pop is good. <laughs> yeah, no matter where you get it from, the ballpark or the event or a restaurant, good is it's always good. Good without ice? <laughs> yep, good without ice. Yeah, you're weird if you get ice in your drink. So, okay, so I'm going to push you for a second. Are you on the side where it's better at a venue, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You can confidently say it's better at a venue. Yes, confidently at a venue it's better. Okay. Well, we will have some research to be done. This will be this will be another podcast episode where we find and and tell you about our research. Until then, thank you for listening. Jared, it's been a pleasure having you. Thanks for having me on, buddy. I cannot wait to uh do some research and uh let the people know what we want all right yep we'll catch you guys in the next one okay.